people of the internet, I'm Mike. I'm Brendan. This is Thirsty Thursday on gettingworked.com. Brendan, it's Thursday. Thursday. So, first question. What are you drinking? (laughs) It's the same thing. The same thing? Is the entire, like, first, like, two months of this podcast just going to be you drinking that bottle of mezcal? Next week, I promise it'll be something different. I didn't even get myself anything new for my birthday. Like, I've just, like... That Happy belated birthday, was, by the way. It was your no, birthday. Well, it. It's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, happy. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not happy when you get older. Anyway, yes. Yeah, it's bottle, getting that uh, way. Next time, it'll be something better. Uh, different glass. Engraved from Augusta the Augusta National Golf Club. When did you go to the Augusta the National Golf Club? When, when did you go to the Masters? Masters. How, did, how, did, how did you get to the Masters? Uh, I played in an amateur tournament that... I qualify. No, uh, my grandfather and grandmother were uh, wonderful golfers, and uh, my grandfather went to a bunch of tournaments and stuff like that. He actually went to Augusta and got that glass, and yeah, so that was one from his collection. That okay. I kept. So yeah. So a grandfather golf glass full of mezcal. Exactly. Um, yeah. Well, he used to be a greens. He, he tended greens when I was a kid. And I would get to ride in the golf cart and uh, oh, golf was, course, like, a greenskeeper on the golf course. Yeah, after he retired, he just stayed retired for about a week or two, and decided he couldn't stay retired, and decided to be a groundskeeper at a golf course. And I got to uh, every Saturday was spent going to watch the train go by and hang out with Grandpa at the golf course. That sounds like a Caddyshack sequel I'd watch. <laughs> so yeah, the antics in the uh, cart were pretty bad but anyway i've got brink brewing company this Ooh, is yeah jackpot joey game day ale this um, is joe burrow yeah i mean that game the bengals yeah the bengals had a rough rough game on sunday so why don't you pour, don't you pour that out for your fallen homies I'm about to say i should probably pour half of this in the dirt but um a this isn't dirt. B, I'm not going to waste beer. So this is game day ale. I, I like when breweries are nondescript. Uh, just game day ale. Like, what the fuck is that? So I feel like that should be something that's easy drinking you can have with food. Because there's yeah. something you just can't have with food. I want to be able to have that with some nachos, some potato skins. Some Claims to be a golden ale for a golden era. So, And when you're done with it? You give golden showers. Sorry. A little bit lighter. A little bit lighter. A little lighter. Cheers. Cheers. So, you're back from space. No. Well. Well, you are. I'm jumping between these different dimensions. In, In space. No, no, no. On the Xbox. Okay, we're talking about Starfield. The video game, right? Well, that's one dimension that I'm hanging out in, but I've been spending a lot of time in another world, too. Which one? Hogwarts. Oh, you got Hogwarts Legacy. I did, I did, I did. Man, because last time we had talked, last episode, I believe, you had uh, talked about that possibly being your next purchase. So before we get into what you think about the game, yes. what caused the final decision for Hogwarts Legacy? Because I'm in the... Video games are 70 bucks. That's a big decision. So why Hogwarts Legacy? I 
I've seen it played. I knew what I was getting for sure. Okay. I um, it reminded me of some things that I've really enjoyed in the past. Uh, the two that come to mind would be Batman Arkham series or uh, Lord of the Rings Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War, just with the flowing combat. Um, and I figure I'll get Star Wars again at some point. I would like to finish the first Star Wars again because I don't remember as much. Hogwarts, I'm starting something brand new. I don't have to worry about When you my say sequel. the first Star Wars... Uh, the first of this uh, series of game, the Jedi the ones with the Joker boy. Yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't remember his name. Apparently, he was also in a show that I need to see. Um, Shameless. Mm. Never saw it, but I hear it's great. My wife watches uh, watched every episode or every season of that show, which I'm assuming is every episode. Um, well, it seems like if you took Always Sunny in Philadelphia, removed all the comedy from it. Well, okay, okay, okay. Moved, removed the light-hearted comedy where you're like, ah, oh, these guys. Some of the things that happened in that show seem to be really funny, but it's not like, oh, these guys. It's like, oh no, these guys. That's not good. In a good way, though. It's it's entertaining. That's He's where. Like, oh no, these guys. In a good way. Well, that's where the guy from. Um, I don't know if I've ever said it like that and been the, excited. The bear? Yeah. The guy from The Bear, Jeremy Allen White. That's, a, from what I understand, what he got his popularity from was a shame. Isn't it William show. H. Macy's in it as well? Yeah, William H. Macy plays the dad, who is kind of like the central driving and character. And Jeremy something, something. So a lot of three-word names. Got yeah. It. Ooh, I wonder that. That's, it. That's interesting. Jeremy Allen White, William H. Macy. Cameos coming from Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Dick York. Dick Sargent. Sergeant York. Wait, there's no, no, there's nothing in the middle. You just went back to two names. Yeah. So, give him a nickname, Big Dick York. Big Dick York. So, regardless, regardless of Big Dick York and a sergeant, you are bouncing between Starfield and Hogwarts Legacy. You made yes. the decision to purchase Hogwarts Legacy. Absolutely. First impression. I'm. I've spent more time on it than Starfield lately, unfortunately. So. 100- yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's it's great. It's it it becomes very addicting. Yeah, yeah, and it you're, looks great. You're picking it up when most people have already beaten it. What's that feeling like? Knowing that you you, I mean, you could probably pop on any website right now, mm-hmm. and figure out the story, the spoiler, the ending. And I know you're not a spoiler guy. Well, here's what's funny. I just finished the Harry Potter movies for the first time last month. And I never like in your life. Yes, I had never seen the last two, the Deathly Hollows. Okay, I had never seen Deathly Hollows one, Deathly Hollows two, but somehow I've avoided spoilers for who knows when they came out that many years because I still didn't know if Harry died or Voldemort died. And well, I mean, I had my feelings. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You you didn't, but you didn't know who. So I understand not knowing the spoilers and spoilers, but you didn't know if that whole story ended with Harry or the bad guy? You know, I just really wanted, like, both the wands, they're hitting, they're hitting, they're hitting, and then both of them blow Mutually up. assured destruction? Yes, boom. You just and want scorched like, earth. Yeah, yeah, So you, you start a new era. So you, know, you, you didn't want a Hogwarts legacy. You, you, want, you, wanted, you wanted, like, like... Like, there were seven movies. We got a legacy. Well, what was um, what was the the bomb movie that just came out? 
Oppenheimer. You wanted oh. like Hogwartsheimer. You just want like you want Hogwartsheimer. You just want like this dark, desolate movie where they fight each other. They're, they're they cross the streams and boom, Hogwartsheimer. Avada fuck this, bam. I mean, that might be the name of this episode. You might see the title of this as Hogwartsheimer, and then we'll have to explain that to Warner Brothers. Uh, no, I don't really. But think yeah, paying no, nobody is. Uh, no. So, one of the reasons I'm excited that you picked up Hogwarts Legacy, you're a big character building gamer. You you love Mass Effect. You you've tried to get me to play Mass Effect for years. Never best gonna game. happen. Best game ever. Best game series. Best game experience I have ever had. How would you say creating a Hogwarts character compares to the journey of creating your Mass Effect character? Oh. Here's the thing with Hogwarts. It's the first game in a while where I didn't care what my character looked like. Because I'm creating a kid. I'm not creating myself. I, I, this was, I, and you know what? Character That's creation a fair way became, to look at it. When I started shaving my head, character creation became a lot easier for me in games. First and f- But they're getting too detailed. Starfield is just insane. The character building and the warping the cheek. Every individual crevice of your face and it's it's pretty unbelievable i ended up with my character looking somewhere between the blade from aew and maybe i didn't know which blade you meant you said the blade and i'm like wesley no 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 blade from aew and mahershala no and maybe like a malnourished dave attell and uh you remember the guy up all night comedian yes um I went to Buckeye Donuts in Columbus, Ohio, which apparently one of their claims to fame is him uh, coming there because it's like an all-night donut spot right next to OSU campus in Columbus, Ohio. And one of their things when you still go in there, because they they stopped filming that show in like, what, 2004 or 5 or something like that? It was way back. It was way back. Like, he ended pre-Chappelle, I think. I feel I'm like David Tell came and went before Chappelle's show was big on Comedy Central because that was like he was their big dirty comedian. He was the first um, stand-up comedian I ever saw live in a comedy club. Was that because I know he went through a period where he kind of rejected booze and drugs Jeez. and all that? Did did you no. catch? Did you catch? Uh, did you catch? Uh, Sober David Teller, do you think you caught? Oh, no, absolutely not. No? Okay. <laughs> that was a very <laughs> confident answer. That's the same. That's the same. Um, absolutely not. If you were to ask me if the only time I ever saw Pantera, if their singer was sober, no, absolutely not. Um, I will say it was in a, it was the days where in a comedy club they would just, you would see chain smoking, lighting a He was lighting a cigarette off of another cigarette and things like that. And oh, the days where you could smoke anywhere. Yeah, you remember when there were uh, smoking sections in restaurants? We were talking about this the other day, but the section was divided by a four-foot wall, so the smoke yep. would just over float over here to you, and you would smell like. And they 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 used to think that that would do something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I think there's still a uh, Mexican restaurant down the road for me that has like the glassed in area that you can go in it's like like a smoking section exactly it's just like this and it's all it's all smokers and it's like (sighs) if you saw smokers at the aquarium and i hate to classify people but 
the people that are going to smoke when they eat their food aren't the most hygienic. So it's a little musty in there. It's a little sticky in that area. And that's also where they have like the bar. So like people have to come in there and open the door. So it doesn't matter that they put it in its own space and area. It's just coming out of that door every like two minutes. anyway. Just the the last soundbite of it's musty in that area. It's it's, that all sounds horrible just as a soundbite on its own. Like, what is he talking about? Smoking smoking sections are yeast infections. Oh, God. There we go. That's what you paid for. That's the content you guys uh, you guys came here for. Sounds like the most confusing like fortune cookie you ever yeah. open. Smoking sex. So, what the fuck is this? So your character normal normally looks like a a sober Dave Vitell, but your Hogwarts legacy no, character does not. No, that looks like uh, just a, a I, I took a random generated that it did. Gave him a English voice. Gave him the lower accent pitch of the English voices. And like, he went about his blah, cry, crikey, blow me like that. No, he's he's not full. That's Australian. You went full Australian. Blow me, blimey, not Australian, is it? So technology sometimes will tech. So if you saw a cut, you saw some changes in there. We had a little bit of a technical. Uh, 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 blimey, me, a blimey. me. Okay, right? Or is it a crikey? <sighs> what? You shouldn't be allowed to talk. So, because of that... Oh, you want to talk? Yeah, we're going to make this happen because now it really is Thursday. Is that a decanter or is that a bottle oh, this, or something? What yeah, this is, my da- this is my dad joke decanter still. Ah, uh, yes. The yes. Evan Williams. It's... Um, I may or may not keep this on my desk in my office all the time. Nice so. to have. Just for luck. There's two bottles I keep in here. There's that decanter that's always got something in it. And the other bottle, I don't remember if you're with me for this one, but is a bottle of Knob Creek Single Barrel autographed by Fred No. Fred No. Um, we, we got these bottles, and this is one where I got, oh, I got to put my thumbprint on it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I was My plan was I'm going to take it home and drink it like every other bottle of whiskey. But we went to the gift shop, and Fred just happened to be there. Uh, if you don't know who, we, we keep saying Fred. Uh, Fred No, master distiller of Jim Beam, the not youngest, but like second or third youngest living Jim Beam descendant currently. Either way. Uh, so at the I distillery. Confidence in your voice. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. But met him, got him to sign this bottle. So this one kind of always sits here. I, I got a bottle signed by Jimmy Russell from Wild Turkey. Drank that one. I uh, got a bottle signed by Bill Samuels from Maker's Mark. Drank that one. Have the, have the bottles, but I'm going to try to not open that one. It's um, a long way of saying cheers. Cheers. So you Sipping got like sorted fun. into a house. I did. What house did you go into? That's probably the thing everybody would like to know. Or would you like to assume? Would you like to guess? Ooh. Would you like to... So, you... Hmm. You are... And and I'm going to try to remember the mechanic. 
you can do the sorting hat for randomality, but you can also just say, no, I want to pick my house, right? They ask you two questions. I answered two questions, and I don't really remember what they are. I think, though, but I think if you disagreed with that, you can hit a, an option that goes, no, I want to be this one instead. So you went with, with their random choice. Well, I didn't know you could do the other thing. Well, good. So you went with the random choice. If knowing that, knowing you went with a choice based on two questions. Mm-hmm. Hufflepuff. Is that the bird? No, it sounds like... Which one's Hufflepuff? It sounds like a fluffy Pokemon. You ever caught a Hufflepuff? Like, it sounds like a, a Pokemon. Yeah. I could totally see that as a card. And I don't some, feel like I don't feel like down. I really don't see. I am not the Harry Potter lore and deep diving person that some people are. I'm having fun with this game because it's kind of outside. It, it, it takes place years and years and years before the Harry Potter generation. I don't know the lore. I don't know all the houses, but I feel yeah. like just by the name, I feel like Hufflepuff. I should take offense that you think I belong in Hufflepuff. I think, from what I understand, Hufflepuff are nice people. See, my brain immediately goes to Slytherin, but I feel like that's an attack on your character. I feel like if I would have came out out of the gate going, you probably were a Slytherin, you probably would have gotten offended by that. Oh, you think I'm a dark, evil person who's going to turn on my friends? I'm a Slytherin. I fucking knew it. (laughs) I'm going to go with my instincts from now on. You green snake motherfucker. Hey, Slytherin ass bitch. What'd you answer they, the questions with? Kick a they, kick a fucking puppy. They use the word ambition. Ambition. Yes. Yeah. I had ambition. They asked. They asked if I was ready for school. I remember one of them now. Are you ready for classes to begin? And I could have said, Yeah, I'm ready for classes. Or No, I'm ready to go explore. And I said I wanted to explore. And I had ambition. And I'm Slytherin apparently. But it's so, really cool when you walk to the common room. There's nothing. There's just a wall. And then this snake body comes up and reveals the door. And then there's moments that I sit there and I know how old I am and I can't believe I'm playing this game. Why? So fucking good, though. Man, I'm beyond, I'm beyond the point where the, the genre of game is going to determine whether or not it's my game. One of my favorite gaming, gaming experiences Please I've had... Stay. No, what did you think I was going to say? Oh, one of my favorite ahead. gaming go experiences ahead. has been. God, please don't be Fortnite. No, I don't play Fortnite. I'll, yeah, I. That's that's too much going on. I, I don't I don't hate Fortnite. I'm not going to disrespect Fortnite players. That shit's making a ton of money. I don't need the shooting and the building. I don't need yeah, those yeah, two things together. You're being attacked. There's a guy coming. Is your weapon loaded? Quick, build a house. Yeah, like I I, I get who that appeals to. I'm gonna but make a that's just not for me. Sky, I'm being shot at, and I'm gonna. Uh, it takes two. It takes two. It's the and it's the two something... player. Like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Co-op, one hundred percent. It's 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 a it's a it's a story about a husband and wife whose yep. marriage is on the rocks. They're getting a divorce. Their okay. daughter overhears it. Long story short, she wishes, you know, I wish, I wish my parents, blah, 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 don't, don't get divorced. And then, um, 
Her they turn into swingers. these little tiny. They become swingers. They start <laughs> fucking everyone in the neighborhood. No, okay, never mind. Sorry. And then that's the game. You got to go knock on everyone's door and convince them to fuck through a series of Elden or uh, through a uh, a series of Elder Elder Scrolls Elder Scrolls style uh, questions okay, that are branched to... and rooted. You have to convince to be... people to fuck. You have I'm to convince to... people to come to your key party. Yes, exactly. You find keys in the neighborhood, and you get more people into the basket. That's the I game still like we should you trying make. To, I still like you trying to be like hip, talk like one of the Bethesda kids. Hey, the Bethesda that, uh, kids is that a was thing? That, was that Elden Elden Scrolls? <laughs> was that the El, Was that the Elder Rings? Was that the ring on the Elder? No. Speaking so, of Bethesda sex, well, hold on. It takes two. <laughs> Two-player yeah, game yeah, where ahead. you get the the, the magic God, turns you, you into little like dolls, like like you're both kind of wooden puppet dolls that are like really tiny, and the whole game Wait, is like. Where did magic come from? I don't want to spoil that part. Okay, sorry. I'm not going to spoil that part because the 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 where the magic comes from what is ninety percent of absolutely not. It's comedic, comedic. Nope, you're not going to expect it. And it drives. It's what drives the story. But eventually, it's, it's essentially it's a co-op game uh, where you're trying to solve all these puzzles, get through these maps to get back to your daughter. And the game is fascinating. My wife and I played it all the way through. We don't rarely play these kind of games together all the way through for this long, but it's fantastic. It was made by the same people that made uh, what's the prison game where we we rip the toilet out of the wall. <laughs> a way out. A way out. Yes, it's made by those people. So it's got that same co-op element. We were halfway through our escape. Oh man! Like once, once you started seeing butt cheeks, that game was like a different game. The game started with being hosed off in a shower. Yeah, you you see butt cheeks in like the first two minutes of that game. Um, But it's not our key party game. Yes, that's coming soon from on gettingwork.com. Key party, the game. So you you were you were talking about Bethesda. Yes. You've been spending a lot of time in their fucking content. Like you were saying, that's the other game besides Hogwarts that you've been fucking in all the time. So what are you doing in the Bethesda world? I've not been fucking in the Bethesda world, but there is a special buff you can get in there. So hold on. I've been playing video games my whole fucking life. Buff. I, I don't understand a buff. Is it that what it is? Is it you get strong? Is it a how you get stronger a, in a game? It's a boost. In this situation, uh, the buff that I'm speaking of, you would get, I believe it's an extra 10% experience on everything you do for 25 minutes. You get it's extra, 10, extra 10 experience yes. on everything you do. So essentially, it's kind of like... faster for the next 25 minutes. Yeah, I was relating it to Call of Duty, because in Call of Duty, you get like double XP tokens, where you use one, and then for like 5, 10, 15, 25 minutes, you get double XP. So yes. it's a buff kind of gives you extra points for a certain thing... Like for a, a common, okay. A common buff in Bethesda games is the well-rested bonus. It's in Skyrim. It's in Fallout. It's when you sleep in a bed for more than six hours. It's how you save the game. Okay. But if you go and you sleep in a bed, you wake up and you have a well-rested bonus. Your vitals are back, and you gain experience a lot better. So, so it's kind of like you want to keep a cycle of sleeping here. And well, there. that's kind of like with Dungeons and Dragons. Sleep and rest will rest will will replenish things for you so that makes sense 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, there's a buff in this game too, but the title of the article kind of like makes it sound a lot better than it is because the title of the article says, "Having sex daily in Starfield is actually a fast way to level up." Hold on, hold on. Let me pull this up. I got it for you. Let me pull yep. it. There it is. All right. So hold on. Nope. You didn't. Having sex in Starfield is actually a fast put. So yeah, you yeah. can fuck in this game? No, 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 no. So there's a bonus. We now know that, as they say it, every time you have sex, you'll receive a buff called, quote, emotional security. A buff fuck? No. Did maybe. you. Are you getting buff fucked? But no. No? Oh. I don't think so. That's a different bonus. But yes, by having sex, you get, quote, emotional security. Emotional security? Yeah, this boost allows you to gain an additional 15% XP for the next 24 minutes. So sex allows you to have 24 minutes of just a better day. Is it a mini? Hold on. So there's, there's so much to fucking unpack here. So. Actually, here's the other thing, too. There's no way to have a one-night stand with any of these NPCs, so the only way to get this perk is to get to know them on a personal level. So you, you have, have to, to build actually... a relationship, yes, court, just to fuck for nope. twenty. No, 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 no. no, before you can spend the night with them, you'll need to marry one of them. No. Yes. Once you do Hold that, the two on. of you will begin to share the same bed. You'll know you're about to receive the buff. If you, <laughs> I love that. You know you're, <laughs> you ready to receive this buff? Hey girl, you getting buffed tonight. You getting buffed. You know that you'll be able to receive the buff if you hear your partner saying suggestive comments as you wake up next to them. So I hold mean, on. that's kind of like real life. If you wake How up much next time... to somebody and they're saying some suggestive shit, you know you're going to get that buff. <laughs> so how much time is spent interacting with your individual crewmates in this game see now when i played mass effect some days i would come in and it's just a maintenance day i'm talking right. to people i'm learning their backstory i'm selling weapons off but there's a lot of time to talk learn backstories then all of a sudden it opens up side quests for them and you help them out and then they're like hey i might want to buff this guy so is that where that's it the key, the key party game is all based on buffs. Once you exchange keys, then you have to buff somebody. No. Then, it depends on how good the key of a situation the key leaves you with. What if it's a key you need for the next level? You have to buff fuck to get the key. For the next level? What's the next level? The other dude's wife? The mouth. Wait, what are we talking about? The mouth? Yes! Wait, what's the first... It's your hand. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. So... I don't think you know what buffs are still. I know I know it's hot. So, it looks like from this game... So, hold on. So, this is a game about exploring space. Yes. And this is where... It's an RPG. How long did this... Is this one of those, like, it took ten years to come out games? Oh, it's it took it's it's been in development for a while. How much time did they spend on the buff fuck? I have no idea. You don't. It's not much. You. It's not much. You have to meet someone, court them, marry them, just to get the buff, just to 
just to buff. I was I was buffing before I got married. They're buff. They're they You have to like talk to somebody. Apparently, I, in the future, in the times of gravitational drives and space flight, we've gone back to having to get married first. Wait. So this is this is what happens in the future. We went from a normal society to now you have to hold on. Let's see. Uh, it's the only way to get this perk. Get to know your crew on a personal level. Receiving emotional security shouldn't shouldn't take long. Before you can spend the night with them, we first need to marry one. The two of them. It's nice to wow. know if you sleep with someone, you get emotional security for 24 minutes. I was going to say, that's, that's, that's sound... the moral of the story. If you sleep with somebody, you get emotional security for 24 minutes. That's a lot of work for 24 minutes of a buff. Hey, five minutes? That's a really disappointing 24? buff. <laughs> I know I'm a better buff than that. So... You've 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 brought up the buff. We we, we buff fucked for a little bit. I haven't bit. even done any of that. You have so you haven't done any you have you have hold on. You no, haven't, haven't done really... one. No. You don't have like a Starfield girlfriend or like no. a Starfield associate? Still very early. I've got some crew and stuff like that, but I'm I'm working on some other stuff. Are you eyeballing the person you're gonna buff? No. No, you haven't figured that out yet? I there's a lot of planets in the galaxy, my friend. Oh, fair. There's a lot of planets in the galaxy. I, I need to I need to wait on my options. I'm working on other things right now. I'm learning about flora and fauna on different planets. I'm exploring. I'm getting collecting data. I'm just I'm just right now. I'm just kind of scouting things for fun. So there's a thousand planets you can land on. I've got some time to get with a girl. That's gonna be that's gonna be the the ongoing check in. Of the, of this podcast is 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 have you met the person that you're going to buff? I'll keep you guys updated. I'm looking for a hot alien. There you go. There you go. Three elbows. That's what he likes. And so, in the game, I'm looking for a. Never mind. No, I don't know what you're. <laughs> Fuck. So she you're my shirt. You're you're buffing all over space. Yeah. I. I didn't jump into space, but I jumped into a portal. Um, I'm actually a pre-order customer for the PlayStation Portal. Explain the portal to me. I am not that familiar. Yeah. So is the, it the equivalent of the Nintendo? Is it a Nintendo Switch competitor? See, I knew you were going to jump to that. It, it's it's a Nintendo Switch competitor, but it ties directly into your PS5. So you you, you have to have a PS5 to okay. use one. Okay. It is currently being proposed as a device for PlayStation Remote Play. So you can like stream like a stream deck almost. You can stream to Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Like right now like if I were to play PlayStation on this podcast or on a stream, I would be playing through my laptop that has the PlayStation Remote Play app on it. Gotcha. The Portal is a device that will remote play your PlayStation anywhere you have access to Wi-Fi. So, it's kind of going to be the switch, but it, it, it's a it's an extra piece onto another system. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. So I'm excited for that. It's it's one of the few times until PlayStation, I wasn't a pre-order jump in the line, get in the waiting room for big items. Like I pre-order video games all the time. Were you but, a portable gamer at all? Did you? Were you a Game Boy? You my Game, Game Boy, Boy. I'm a huge Tetris guy. 
When I was that was my main game when I had the Game Boy was oh, Tetris as a kid. Oh, I have something here. So I'm back. We're back. You're back. I'm back. I had to get another beer as well anyway, so we were talking about we were, we were talking about handhelds. That's a pretty um, good handheld you got right there. You bought a you bought something. No, I didn't buy something. I found something. You found something? Yes. That's, so that's we almost about, better than bought. Yeah, we were talking about handhelds and you had a you had a Game Boy, you said you like Tetris. I, I had a Game Boy. I was a big Tetris fan as a kid. Um, I had that and a couple other really terrible games. I had like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Game Boy game, which was uh, an unplayable fucking mess. Yeah, that's not good. It's like, yeah. Okay, yeah. here you go. You ready? What is this? Where did you get a Game Gear? Is that like your Game Gear from a, being a kid? So there's sometimes that it's not it's not too crazy to be like a complete hoarder. So, mm. yes. What's in here? Currently, the Game Gear port of Sonic 2. Sonic 2. Okay. Mortal Kombat 1. Good choice. Riddick Bow Boxing. Riddick Bow? Yes. I haven't thought about Riddick Bow since that game came out. <laughs> oh my god. The Majors Pro Baseball. You know that's great when they just can call it the Majors. They can't call it anything specific. They don't have like a person. Alright, so I need you to bring that game gear and Home Alone, Home Alone over oh, here. Home Alone is the best game I remember playing. On so the, the Nintendo Switch is great at giving you retro systems. You can play old Sega games. You can play old Nintendo games. Old Super Nintendo games. Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, Nintendo 64... But they haven't added the Game Gear yet. That's the one that I think when they really add that to the Nintendo Switch library, man, I'm going to put so many fucking hours on that. You remember instruction manuals? Yeah, that used to be the best part of the game. Games used to come with instruction manuals. I don't know. I kind of like a tutorial. It's easy to learn hands-on and have it fed to you at a pace. Well, now, of now you have games that you need a tutorial. You need a tutorial for Assassin's Creed. Assassins, the way I said that. You need a tutorial for Assassin's Creed. You need a tutorial for Bioshock. You need tutorials for those kind of games. You didn't need a tutorial for Zelda. You need to know up, down, left, right, here's what the monsters are called. Here's your ultimate goal. So, like... Are you ready for my admittance? I see that. What's your admittance? I've never played a Zelda game for more than an hour. You want my hot take? Yeah. They're all overrated. Ah, well... We had one listener, and he's gone. I I think they're great stories. Ocarina of Time is good. Skyward Sword, fantastic game. But I think Zelda is a genre that gets cut too much slack because it's Zelda. And they, they just let every, every game is automatically like a, 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 an amazing piece of art because it's a Zelda game. Uh, I don't think that's always fair. Mortal Kombat doesn't get that grace. Like, Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance, people call it hot garbage. Street Fighter is kind of the same way. They're Street Fighter games that people openly talk about their dog shit. I don't really hear people talk shit about Zelda games. But honestly, there's a few Zelda games that, for me, are just the same fucking thing. Like, more of the same. Like, Ocarina was good. Zelda gamers will die fighting you on the hill about Zelda. 
kind of like I know a good group of people who, and myself including, that think it's absolutely insane that people can't play Mass Effect and find it to be the most amazing game that there is. I mean, but also... But I never played, like, Fallout. I couldn't get into Fallout. Absolutely love Skyrim. Couldn't get into Fallout. I, I can't get into Fallout. I own the Bioshock trilogy. Gotcha. It's one, two, and... Three. The one... But, it, but it's not called three. It's called, like... It, Bioshock Infinite. Infinite. Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, yeah. It's the one where it's like, oh, we're in the sky now. We're not in the water. I remember, um, I, I remember when that was coming out and it was on the cover of a Game Informer magazine. Remember video game magazines? In our day, oh, man. magazines. Oh, God. I, 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 I own those games. They're all right. Assassin's Creed is hit and miss for me. Assassin's Creed 2 was one of my favorite games I've ever played. Assassin's Creed 2 is um, fantastic. Brotherhood was the best of the Ezio trilogy. Three? Which one's the the Revolution, American Revolution one? Well, that's three, but technically it's okay. not the third. There's Assassin's Creed 1, then there's Assassin's Creed 2, then there's Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, then there's Assassin's Creed Revelations, then there's Assassin's Creed 3, then there's Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Then Now, at this point, I start getting lost. You start getting Unity, you get Rogue, you get Syndicate, you get the offshoots. There's Unity! One, like, Unity! Unity! Um, what was that? What am I thinking of? Oh, Mortal Kombat. Toasty! Man! Talk about a game series, and I'm honestly super fucking excited for the new one. I enjoy. I, I just actually downloaded Eleven to my. If, if, if turn your Xbox on, let's play some Mortal Kombat against each other. Um, I've got Eleven on. It's I on actually game. have it on Xbox. I actually own it on Xbox. That was I, one I do, that I, I bought. I do as well. With that was one of the final purchases I made uh, before I switched over to PlayStation. There was a few like I bought a bunch of games. I also have to break the news to you that I'll, I'll I will forever be logged into Grand Theft Auto on PlayStation because I ported my account over. Wait, so you can't play it on Xbox anymore. Uh, from what I understand, I can't go back. I moved my account over to PlayStation. I don't even know you anymore. So, uh, I mean, hopefully six comes out before we die. <laughs> right. I think. I think. I think. You and I are. I'm gonna go before you, and then when you go, you're gonna. Your lights gonna. Your lights gonna go out, and then as soon as it does, they're gonna announce Grand Theft Auto Six. Right. Like. I I have what is it ten years? How long has five been out? Well, you got to realize they work in a cycle. You're not going to make Grand Theft Auto games back to back. Rockstar is going to work on either Bully or uh, Red Dead Redemption Two was what they had been working on for most of the time, and then they started a team working on Grand Theft Auto at the end of that. They what need to the diversify their work. Yeah. There's a very limited people. That there should they... be a team constantly cracking out Grand Theft Auto. That's the problem in the game industry is people having to constantly crank things out and being just run into the ground. And 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 there's so many studios and offshoots of studios. Like it never clicked to me until the third game 
that the Arkham Batman games were made by um, Rocksteady, but 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 specifically Rocksteady Montreal. Oh yeah, specifically yeah. like they gave that all to one specific office. Assassin's Creed does that. If you look at Assassin's Creed, they have always each game in order will never come from the same studio. There's an Assassin's Creed in Europe. There's one in Montreal, that, or it's Ubisoft. Are they all Desmond? Because no. I know I know the the assassin is is a different dude majority of the time, but all the ones that I've played were the Desmond guy in yeah, the yeah. real world. Are is it Desmond's that way in all of them? Gone. Desmond's eventually gone. Then there's other people. Don't I mean, spoil one it for them, anybody. One of them's you. Like you, the player. Yeah, you are yeah. in the Animus yourself, and you're a first person moving around the offices of this place. And yeah, it's interesting. I don't that know. It sounds like you're trying to create inside baseball. In all of the Assassins in all of the Assassin's Creed games, I have spent time in our world maybe an hour. And that's on all of the games. It's combined. the most boring part of, of Assassin's Creed games. I remember there was one where Desmond is running out of a building because people are breaking into the building to that was steal the, the of number two. Animus. And you're running with her, and you have the stick that you're beating him off with. Maybe I, I, I guess it was it was very it was very forgettable. It was very like I did that scene, and then whatever. Yeah. Um. So the Assassin's Creed games, I'd say I like those games, but they're never going to be super high on my list. Like, like they're fun. I like walking around those big recreations of worlds. I don't think one will ever grab me as much as two. Two was I amazing. love the history of them. I love that they have tied. And history was the only thing I was really great at in school. And I studied and I loved, well, so, some science. But the way that they weave the stories in with history and put your character in these moments in time and weave this whole story together, uh, weaving fiction and nonfiction, it's fantastic. And just the way they've recreated cities. You could go to France and walk some of the streets from the map that they have in that game. Right. So those games are really great for great for the fans that love them. I, I play them eh, mediocrely. Uh, it's funny because I, I, I will go through my stacks of Nintendo Switch games. There's so many games I've started. But not a lot of games I've finished. Case in point, L.A. Noir. The game's fantastic. Love L.A. Noir. I bought it when I bought my Switch five years ago. And I haven't gotten more than an hour into it. I still have the three disc or four disc, three or four disc original for Xbox. Then I got the remaster a few years back. I remember when I played it the first time through, I got to the arson desk, and that made me feel like I finally got to the arson, which was really far into the game, I thought. And then I stopped playing it. And then I got the remaster, and I'm like, I'm going to restart this some bitch. And I did. And I got up to the arson desk, and it's sitting there in the same exact spot again. And yeah, I've never finished L.A. Noir either, but I will agree with you that it is a fantastic game. There's a few games I'm super excited for that aren't out yet. Uh, I don't know how much Metal Gear you've played, but they announced a remake of Snake Eater 
They're remaking Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. It's like Metal Gear Delta Snake Eater, but it's the, it's the Snake Eater story. And then they're re-releasing 1, 2, and 3 as like a, a combo, like, hey, the original games. And I'll be honest with you, that's going to take all my money. Um, I'm down for the I've got all game. that pre-ordered. Uh, I love those games. I will play Metal Gear games all the way through. I love the story. Up to three, up through three. At when when they switched when when four came out, that was on PS3. I was on I was on Xbox at that point, so I didn't get that one. Um, I played a little bit of five on Xbox when they ported it over, but really for me, the Metal Gear games are one, two, and three, and I'll play those motherfuckers into the goddamn ground. They revolutionized boss fights and made boss fights very unique. And Do fun. you I mean, remember the first time you played Vulcan Raven? The guy with the big Gatling gun that was walking around the freezer in the first game? Maybe. The one that stands out to me the most is Psycho Mantis. Or I think that was his name. That was when I... And, and a certain generation of people are going to remember this very specifically. But Psycho Mantis was when... It was the most unique way to beat a boss that may have ever been in any game, ever. You broke the... Like, we talk... Like, in in our modern, like, conversations, we talk about, like, Deadpool breaking the fourth wall, things breaking the fourth wall. That broke the idea of you being in a video game player in a, a, a situation playing a video game. It literally was where... You had to go look online and un, and learn. Okay, I have to plug the controller into the second port. This was on PlayStation Two, by the way. One, no one. Metal Gear was Solid Psycho Mantis was on Metal one? Gear Solid One oh, yeah, on was. PlayStation oh, yeah, no. One. No, yeah. it was PlayStation One. So yeah. the two big keys are on a PlayStation One. You have two controller ports that are side by side, one and two, like the left side of the brain and the right side of the brain, because yep. that's the way they play this. But you also, above your controller, you have a memory card, which is like an early version of a USB card. And that memory card would plug in, and that's what you would save your games on. And I remember that he would basically read your memory card and start talking to you about games you've played and taunting you because he knew everything you were going to do. But to throw him off, you had to switch sides of your brain. I remember it would say, like, you like to play Castlevania. Don't you? Because at that time, I had like four or five saved games for Castlevania Symphony of the Night. That's another game. I played that game all the way through, forwards and backwards, every single thing. I uncovered all the secrets. I did all the bullshit, went through all the gimmicks. So like when Psycho Mantis says, you play a lot of Castlevania, don't you? That is one of those moments where... The art, the medium, the, the 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 thing achieved its ultimate goal for me. Like that's one of those moments where I really believe. Like, dude, people make cool video games. There's been moments in gaming that stand out for me like that. There's a few. Knights of yeah. the Old Republic had one on Star Wars, a, a big reveal that happens about midway through the game that just blows your mind. Mass Effect yeah. also got me very bad. That's a game experience like I've brought up before. Uh, the Walking Dead Telltale games would be one that have really drawn me in and got an I've never gotten into the Telltale games. There's oh, there's The Walking fun. Dead, 
I and think you might like a wolf among Batman. us. And then you there's sh- the wolf among us. I think you would like a wolf among us. You think I'd like that more than Batman? It's like a combination of detective noir and fables with an R or NC-17 rating. I need Telltale Games to make an only murders in the building game. I haven't seen it, but I hear that I need to. I love... Do yourself the fucking favor. Um, I never thought I could get my wife to sit and watch Steve Martin, Martin Short. Like, that kind of stuff. Because, like... Yeah. Like, you know, her biggest exposure to Chevy, Chevy Chase was, like... Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation because I watched that all the fucking time. But she doesn't. Right. She didn't watch a lot of those older comedians that I grew up on. Yeah. So I didn't think it was going to click for her. From what I understand, like honestly, like Selena Gomez normally wouldn't have been a thing. I a person I'd be like, oh yeah, she's a great actress. Blows me away in the show. Yeah. Like she's fucking incredible. She hangs with Steve Martin. She hangs with Martin Short. The show is funny. The show is clever. The storylines are well written. You're gonna give a shit, like like you're gonna like do you are gonna give a fuck. There, it is a mystery that you will actually follow and want to figure out. Well, then I, I do like that. I don't really have a mystery show, but I have started a show that's very well written, funny, uh, all the emotions, and that is. Something that everybody assumes that I've seen. Everybody already automatically Ooh, said, I've um, seen this. Oh, you have to have seen this. Oh, you, you've got to. And I've never seen it. I'm going to think. I'm going to guess. What would be the sh- show that you think is the show that I have to have seen? Probably. Ted Lasso. <laughs> That's absolutely the show. Everybody I- probably, because you're, you're a soccer dude. You like really, you, you, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna toot your horn for you. Uh, you you've done comedy. You're very versed in comedy. You know a lot of that stuff. So it, it seems like a smart comedy show. So I bet that's why people thought it was up your alley. So I could 100 percent see that everybody probably assumes you watch Ted Lasso. I don't watch Ted Lasso. My thing was I didn't have an Apple subscription, and I never cared to. I'm not an iPhone guy. I'm an Android. I'm a Galaxy. I'm a Samsung. Their content is good. MLS soccer. The rights to it became an Apple TV thing. Mm-hmm. I got a free subscription to the MLS package by being a season ticket member, which is cool. And I thought, hey, through Xbox one time, they were offering like three months of Apple TV for a certain price. So I went ahead and did that. So Ted Lasso is the only thing that I have seen on my Apple so far. I watched my MLS package subscription. I've watched Ted Lasso. I don't know what else is on Apple TV. I have a show for you. That's on Apple TV. Sh- oh yes, because I've still and got it's, it. It's a juicy, juicy peach of a TV show. A juicy, uh, juicy peach of a TV show. The Shrink Next Door. Will Ferrell. Wait. Paul yeah. Rudd. Remaking a real situation from the eighties and nineties, from what I understand. Okay. And it's a to coin the phrase to or to use the phrase tour de force. Of two comedic actors acting their fucking asses off. Will Ferrell plays this guy who owns like a fabric business, like like a textile business in New York. So like 
and like he's you learn really quickly he's really into his family his his jewish traditions the business that he runs those are like all the most important things in his life he's really stressed out but he's also he's also like a bitch he he can't tell people no he can't stand up to people so he eventually starts going to therapy by the encouragement of his family uh his sister is played by Catherine not Catherine Zeta Jones. Not Catherine Hera. Who's the Catherine who is in Step Brothers? The the Stay Golden Pony Boy. The wife who fucks um John oh, C. Riley. She's also Agatha she's absolutely in hilarious. WandaVision. I yeah, I don't know her name, but she's absolutely Yeah, hilarious. she's amazing. Catherine yeah. her. She's in it as the sister. So like she encourages Will Ferrell's character to go to therapy. Paul Rudd is the therapist. Gotcha. Paul Rudd is this sociopath who uses this guy, convinces him to start paying him tons of money, not only to be his life therapist, but like to come be the therapist at his job. Eventually convinces him to box his family out of his life, gets them to buy him a house, give him property, all of this stuff. And it's all about this story of this therapist becoming so ingrained in this dude's life that he starts taking his life away from him. So it's like a combination of like, it's super funny, but it's this dark comedy about like fucking real shit. How many seasons have there been? There's it's, it's only, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. It's like, it's like a six or seven episode thing. Like a mini series. Yes. Yeah, it, it it runs and it concludes the story at the end and you walk away fulfilled, knowing what happened. Uh, but the, the, the Shrink Next Door, I 1,000% recommend on Apple. I will have to watch it for sure. Absolutely. For sure. Excuse the tale. Story of my life. So... You've got TV shows you're watching on yes. Apple. You've got Ted Lasso. Yep. Um, I need you to... you got to pick up Only Murders in the Building. That's fucking fantastic. There's so much wrestling during the week as well. There's That's my problem. There's so much to watch. And well, it's going to it's gonna change. I've like, faded I, out on some. It's going to change. Like, Collision? Bah. Like, you're just Dynamite know. too. Like, I'm going to watch everything on both of the shows now, but Collision isn't have to see it live the way it was when it started. It's not for me personally. Like, I'll watch it, but I might watch it. Like, if it airs 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday, I might catch it after it goes off at 10 p.m. Or I might catch it Sunday morning. I usually watch most things after the fact. Dynamite is usually the only one that I watch live, live. Um, I always end well, up I mean, being home for I'm SmackDown. Pl- I'm planning to watch it live tomorrow, at least. Yeah, we're both going to AEW Dynamite tomorrow. Um, so, well, actually, yesterday, when this comes out, when you yes, guys are hearing this podcast, it will have been yesterday that we went to AEW Dynamite. So, I yeah. might have ran in the ring and done the Prince Nana dance. If you if 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 I'm in jail, it's because I did this in yeah. the middle of a ring in Heritage Bank Arena. But that's gonna be a blast. And I'm actually gonna actually double down and challenge you to watch the shrink next door. That's gonna that's gonna be my goal. 
now for the next the, the watch, next month. I'll watch I'll watch an episode by next week and give you my review. Sounds good. So Although, tomorrow you could watch Rampage and see us as well. There you go. Catch us on Rampage as well. Once again, I'm Mike. I'm Brendan. This has been Thursday Thursday on gettingwork.com. Make sure you like, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Go to gettingwork.com. Also check out Getting Work with Mike on gettingwork.com where you get your podcast, like and subscribe as well. Follow me on X at Getting Worked. Follow Brendan on X at the Brendan Yancey. It's still Twitter. We have to call it X because of branding changes. It's fucking stupid. Go watch some wrestling. Drink some booze. I'll see you guys.